0: Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced as all things should be. I'm your host, Max Moser, here today to talk about episode five, "The Harvest" from Secret Invasion. I am not alone. I am joined by another member of the Six Infinity Bro rotating cast. It is Mark Jones. Mark, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing wonderful. We are recording on my beautiful wife Kelly's birthday. We both work today. We're both enjoying doing stuff that we like doing, podcasting. And I believe she's watching Netflix. But um, big shout out to her. She's wonderful. She's great. She's fantastic. Love my life. And uh, she's very think. I got her Macklemore tickets. Oh. So in October he's coming to the Armory in Minneapolis. So I didn't know she was such a Macklemore guy. Right. I never knew. Like, she nonchalantly, I think, bring, brought it up, like, in our first year of relationship. I'm like, you just don't, like, you're, like, a, she's, like, a kind of, like, a soft country fan to, like, a, um. Fleetwood Mac, like, that type of music. Like, Fleetwood and that, Mac is great, yeah. It's, like, and then you tell me Macklemore and Eminem are, like, also your favorite, like, artists, and I was just, like, all right. So then I've been, like, on the prowl, because she's, like, never been to a Macklemore concert, concert and I'm, like, oh. Got to get tickets,
0: so. I six out of six, Kelly Jones. Great people. We like her a lot. We're thankful for her as well. Happy birthday to Kelly. I won't ask her age because we're at the point, and I think, I feel like with my wife, I don't ask the age anymore. I don't even ask that question. Do you know your
1: wife's age?
0: I do know it, but actually it was two weeks ago. I just wouldn't ask in public. I think she's at the age. She's at the point where she's not celebrating that anymore. She's
1: 29 forever now?
0: Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, as I said, at the top of the show. We're we're grateful you're here, wherever you're listening, however you're listening. Thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. Uh, Yeah, we're we're excited to talk about Secret Invasion Episode 5. It's been a journey that Mark and I have been on, and we have been with you every week. And if you are just checking us out for the first time, we'd love for you to consider checking out previous episodes of ours. Or if you're a Magic the Gathering player, check out our, our monthly episode of Magic Monthly. We're going to talk about episode five as we talked about the show starring Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Mendelson, Colby Smulders, uh, Olivia Coleman, Amelia Clark, Don Cheadle, Kingsley, Ben Adir, Killian Scott, and Charlene Woodard. We're going to be spoiling everything about episodes one through five, specifically episode five. So we want to, want you to know that from this point on, this is going to be your spoiler warning. This is Prepare Yourself An Infinity Bros. Prepare Yourself. Spoiler. Warning. And we're going to rate things on this show. We have a specific rating system that we use to describe everything on this show, so we want to make sure you're familiar with that. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible, and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity Step. The Harvest. Uh, the synopsis reads, Fury gathers his allies... Gravic Deals with Unrest. It is once again directed by Ali Salim, written by Kyle Bradstreet, Michael Bim, Brian Tucker, and I talked about the star starring cast on the front end for this. Mark, uh, we both have sat in the five to five point five range on the previous four episodes. I I, I haven't added them and, and averaged them, but my assumption would be I think it's safe to say you and I have sat on the season at about a 5.2, 5.3.
1: Yeah, we've been. Uh, I feel like we're always either like a quarter or half uh, percentage point from each other. So
0: yeah, we we've actually this is, in my opinion, the most consistent we've been on anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I have really enjoyed this. I know I've seen reviews really. How would I put this? Shaming the plot, saying the plot is not intricate enough, it's not espionage enough, and I feel like you and I have been stark defenders of that. I don't know how our audience feels about it, and. Uh, we're going to go ahead and rate this episode. So, Mark, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. What is your rating for Episode 5 of The Harvest in Secret Invasion?
1: I'd probably give it a 5.05 out of 6. Just, I don't know, I just didn't, I just didn't vibe with it. Uh, I don't know, it just, like, you're, the synapses that you read, it's like, he really didn't gather his allies. Like, when I think allies, I'm thinking Avengers. So I think it's a little misleading. That's kind of what this episode—it very much felt like—and it didn't leave us on a good, like, a top-notch cliffhanger, in my opinion. And that's what I kind of expected going into the last episode. It was just like, you know, it, you know, move the story forward to like, you know, and where I can see where people who are dissing is like, it's not espionage enough. It's like this episode really felt—it really wasn't. It was kind of just laying out all the terms that we're going to hopefully resolve in the next episode, but nothing like spectacular, no big reveal. In my opinion, besides, I mean, besides the one thing that we find out that what Nick Fury did, I mean, I got That's pretty big, but But we can talk about
0: it. I mean, we've already done the spoiler warning. I, uh, I, I, I would, I I'm going to echo that. I'm actually going to be a little more critical. I'm going to call this a four and a half out of six. And again, you and I have been very, very positive about this show. and I'm still positive about the show. I think a four and a half is a fine rating. It's a good show, But I think my expectations of what this could do for the greater cinematic universe are 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 not being fully met. There's a cameo in this that is just like, seriously, you think I, I guarantee a majority of people won't know that cameo. um, that happens on the plane. Uh, I, I just i I think if you pulled ten people, three of them would know maybe four i bet if you pulled the other infinity bros right afterwards i bet two of them would know maybe two Call
1: me out on that because i was like isn't that the guy from black widow right like that is that
0: is so yeah you and i knew so maybe it is more maybe but but again like
1: right away i was like no one would like not a lot of people are gonna know that i mean yeah it was a movie but it came out during covid so
0: yeah and 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 black widow has been referenced a couple times in this movie which totally makes sense as those Venn diagram circles cross over a lot, right? Like, so I understand that and I'm okay with it. And I love those references. I think for me, my main issue and objective problem with this episode is Gravic or, or Rhodey, excuse me, lets him walk out. He has 10 guns facing him and he lets Fury walk out. The only person who could possibly stop this plan is allowed to walk out. And and you can make the argument that Gravic needs to find the harvest I don't think that I don't buy it. Why not just capture him and torture him? Why not? I I I don't buy, and it's it's happened a couple times, and I've let it go, but now I'm getting to a point where it's just like Fury's just protected by plot armor. He's just not gonna die. Like you you and I talked about this. He's in the new Captain Marvel movie, The Marvels. He's gonna be in it. Like it, it's evident now. Like it, it, we thought it might be a scroll, but it looks to me like he's gonna be in it because they just continue to let him walk, and Rhodey's a scroll and. And Fury's talking about it and the other guy's just like, whatever. Like, there's no explanation for is that guy pointing the gun at Furious Scroll, is he an agent that's torn? Now I'm starting to catch up with the story issues that everybody else is having.
1: Because I totally get what you're saying with uh, they could just capture him and then basically take his mind and then find out what this is.
0: They could have captured exactly. If if you have the machine to take the memories. Why don't why don't you just do that and replace him? And then now you control the whole spy network. You control S.W.O.R.D.
1: However, like, I do get, this is a thing I think we as fans get lost in, is, yeah, I think we're able to armchair quarterback it. Like, oh, you should have done this. But, like, in the real scheme of things, where it's like, it, maybe that's just not thought of. Maybe, like, Ravik didn't think we should do that. Or it was never communicated that down that way. Like, where he's like, capture Nick Fury. Because he totally could have there. Or yeah, it's the, the whole thought, like... Fair do they know that if you start shooting Nick furry he'll just kill himself like is that a thing so yeah, like- and,
0: and maybe that'll be explained right and i i i'm willing to I'm, I'm not i'm not where i'm at with wandavision where i'm like this is totally ruining everything that happened i'm just more so making a point of like man it i'm starting to catch up with the story tensions that other people have i've let it go i've been forgiving and now i'm starting to be like it's it just not adding up for me and i hope I hope the final episode can deliver, but I, I feel like a lot of episodes aside from the Loki one haven't delivered up to this point, so I'm very concerned about this. Um, let's talk about the episode. After the failed attack on Ritsin, Uh, Pagan criticizes Gravik for not killing Fury and accuses him of deceiving the other scrolls. and they all attack him. This entire group of scrolls attempt to swindle and kill and torture, essentially, to suffocate him. And Gravik kills them all in retaliation and approaches the rest of the scrolls. What did you think of this fight? And there's a lot of fights in this episode, by the way, too. A lot of fights in this episode.
1: I was just kind of surprised. Like I like I would like to know what immediately happened after that. Like, are the rest of the scrolls just like fearful of him now? Or like the other scrolls that attacked him must have known that he had these powers unless they didn't, but it just shows that there's division. So, like, is that what's gonna crumble? His, you know, his people is this division and, you know, ultimately will his own people turn on him still. So I liked
0: this scene a lot. I thought this is a really good fight scene. And it was really cool to see Ben Kingsley adhered uh, as a scroll. I thought that was really cool. I thought he, he plays that role really well. Um, and, and we did get I, I made the criticism last week. I said, if that's all you're going to give me from the Groot uh, CGI, that's frustrating. And then they did it again and he killed somebody with it which we only saw pretty much do in the most recent. He's done it in every movie, but it wasn't as graphic as this movie, I thought. I I thought Guardians 3 with that hallway fight scene was as graphic as this one, but up to that point we had never seen that um, from that power set before. Fury confronts Rhodes at the hospital. You and I talked about this earlier, but the latter reveals that he has released footage of Gravik killing Maria Hill to the public, placing Fury on a global watch list. I love this. I did like that switch from Rhodey. and I like the justification and issue that has long-term like the Avengers now are going to hate Nick Fury, right? Like that's probably the logical
1: answer. to Unless he now. can explain and they'll believe him. Like, yeah, but yeah, you're right. It's like either there's going to be more division because of that. Or will he be able to explain that? Hey, these like, that's where like that part made me think like, I don't think this is going to end well.
0: Not a chance.
1: Because, like, I can't, they can't do another weekend at Ultron and just, like, make it just, like, a few days happen and blah, blah, blah. I feel like to make this more sinister and give, well, I think what the people want is, it ends with one of these scrolls assuming an Avenger and then just, like, takes that roll up. And then we're just we're just led to believe that that Avenger is a scroll until it's revealed, like down the road. Biggest win next
0: week is a post credit scene of the scrolls inhabiting a major character in this universe, not the president. I think that's going to happen already. I'm talking like a major character we know, somebody that comes in and they say, "This is the direction we're going." I would love it. I think it helps all the stories they're trying to tell. I am 100 with you there, Mark.
1: Like, is this like? Could you could you imagine if they figure out like, oh, Steve Rogers? is it in this timeline or is super old? I'm going to assume the identity of captain America.
0: Or, or I, I think a logical one, um, could be, I, I I still go back to Sam Wilson. I think Sam Wilson, it would be a great twist to have this next movie, have, have him be a scroll. And maybe we find out at the end, he, he does all the great stuff. He's heroic, but Sam Wilson doesn't have a strong power set. So that scroll doesn't have to do that to be that individual. Um, roadie was a layup as a character as well um i, I you and i have talked about him what
1: i want revealed is when did he get become a scroll that's yes. what i
0: hope they previous, explain to us. yeah we i really thought we'd get that too i'm pretty disappointed we haven't gotten that yet uh and and maybe that will happen in his tv show right because that tv show is or that movie is coming up soon remember the war machine movie that's coming up
1: war machine so you mean, yeah, mean armor war wars movie. mm-hmm
0: yeah, I, thought, Wars, I
1: thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be a show, or do they
0: make it now a movie? No, they made it a movie. They transitioned it to a movie. It was a show, but now it's a movie. So the point I make is that's a great time to probably explore that. Um, I think I I, I would it would be fun to have another character. I don't really know out loud as I think more outside of Sam who I'd want, but you got to have somebody really big in order to make it work. I, I will say this too, Mark. We've talked about this on previous two things from previous episodes that I just want new audience members to hear. We really like the idea of a Black Panther like invasion in Wakanda we've kind of said this a
1: couple well, times. Well, what you said is like Shuri is the only one that's real and the rest of her surrounding people are scrolls.
0: I've been thinking about this too since we spoke about that last week you know what would be a great movie this is this is a totally off-the-wall tag team but I think it would work Star-Lord and Shuri like Star-Lord somehow figures out ahead of time that Shuri's surrounded by them he like he, he's looking at a news conference and he's like he catches something that only alien people would be able to catch. And so he makes the trek to Wakanda, explains, hey, I fought with you guys. I don't know if you remember me. And then starts to shoot all these people. Yeah. <laughs> and She's like, what the heck? He's like, I'm here to get you out. <laughs> like, I just think that would be such a fun duo to make a movie with. I really would love to see a Star Lord and Shuri movie. I think. That'll never happen. I'm totally like just doing the Infinity War Endgame thing where they mix and match, but I think that'd be a great combo. I I really would love if Nick Fury teamed up with. Realistically, I'd love it if he teamed up with Star Lord. Or, or Star Lord had a personal movie surrounding the events of Secret Invasion. I think that would be a really really cool storyline. And he feels like the perfect character to me to rally everybody because he knows specific things that about scrolls that other people don't, um, and could have access to tech to help.
1: Um, reconcile that i okay now we gotta do the timeline again this happened this is all happened in 2025 right uh this is right after Oh, uh, what did we say
0: okay. we go to the MCU timeline. because like
1: my thought would be is like when nick fury comes to earth is star lord already on earth or when does he arrive that's a good question because would that be on his radar that start because if he's you know helping with star or not star labs um why am I blanking? That's Star Labs DC. Um, the ship that he's on. What's that called again?
0: Oh, um, the the. Oh my goodness! I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we'll just say yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure they would probably notice. Hey, there's a ship coming into Earth's atmosphere. And be, and oh, you're, you're talking about and, sword, yeah? yeah sword.
0: I, I I wonder if I I th- it was 2023. This is right after all that stuff happened because you know, he talks about this episode, the Battle of Earth, and I I would I would personally guess that nick fury knows i'll say i'll say nick fury knows i'll say i believe nick fury knows um okay let's get back oh the other thing i was going to say is you and i have said this too but there's no way they can reconcile all this in one episode like this is a permanent problem now and the news press conference the news press announcement showed scrolls mark so now scrolls are known globally
1: guardians of the galaxy happens before Secret Invasion,
0: I, I think I've I've thought this all t- the whole time. I think Chris Pratt is absolutely a piece of this puzzle. I really do because, yeah, th- I think Star Lord will be a great asset to Earth on this story. I hope so. I think it'd be great, and I I'm, I'm excited to see what the consequences are. This show feels like a show that's going to have massive consequences to the greater scale. um The mutiny we talked about that Gravit kills them all, including Beto, who we met in the first epi- episode. Would- excuse me.
1: Thinking about that, I wonder if we'll find out uh, if some of the some of the people involved in the group that uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier were fighting in their show were also Skrulls too. Oh, because like that will be interesting. If like in this next episode, did they show? Well, they show us that like, hey, some of these Skrull in the in the new Phase Five have been like involved in some of the events. And and can Rody
0: leverage that to build a case for trust? Like yeah. He really shouldn't be trusted. I don't know. Good question.
1: I uh, think people means people Gaia, who
0: reveals that Gravik is looking for something called the harvest, and it will talk about what that is later. We'll come back to that. Fallsworth tracks down Dr. Rosa Dalton. I, Mark, the best part of this show, in my opinion, has been this character. I love her. She's I'm been great. i pumped about Early her. Scenes. Yeah, I am so she is so great. She has been a breath of fresh air
1: menacing too where it's like she's a wild card you don't know what she might like i thought some of those later scenes down the down this in this episode i'm thinking like is she gonna turn on nick fury like that made me think that so
0: no i i think she is absolutely trustworthy and maybe she's the big character that needs to be a scroll in the big case of things to really mess me up it will mess me up if next episode she's a scroll for clarity and that's how she's been
1: able to hunt him down so easily because she she, i agree has a tell or something like you said about star lord like there's something that aliens do that only people who have been around him could figure that out.
0: Sure, I totally, totally echo that. So, a couple things. First off, she she uh, goes after her boss, who is secretly a scroll. Uh, this is Tony Kieran's second appearance, actually, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mark, he played a very small role as Bor Ordin, Odin's dad, in Thor: The Dark World. So, fun fact about that: she shoots him. It's revealed he's a scroll, which is great and uh i love that scene i really again i i just love her
1: i just love how they're like they're gonna like shoot her or detain her and she's like no nah, dude this is an alien so like you decide who who, who you are in
0: yeah she's like and and i loved the line she made about there are no rules about shooting scrolls yeah i loved that i was like
1: that's <laughs> their fair game on this world
0: It is some high level political espionage that i love i'm here for it Mm-hmm. Um, and then she I'll, we'll skip ahead to this because she does track down Dr Dalton. Dr. Dalton uh who's been in this is actually a nod to an obscure comics character who appeared in a single X-Men issue. Professor Dalton uh, who helped build a facility called the world, uh, which could be used to create and evolve super powered folks. so a nice little Easter egg there, great use of a small time character um I, I really like that connection. I think it's good and another X-Men connection to this universe. Which uh, again is 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 interesting. Rhodes shows Ritz in pictures of new Scrollos located in Russia. This is part of the plan that him and Gravik have built, and it implicates that Russia is supporting the Scroll invasion. And he advises a strike on the compound. I really liked uh, this, but I, I again, I'm, I got to tell you, Mark, like to see this kind of end up being the plan is kind of like really that's it's all just going to end up on new Scrollos. Come on, guys, like come on. I I. I just it it's too it's just too cookie cutter for me. I just I can't I just find this this sequence to be we're gonna have a big fight. Somebody important will die on their side. Gaia will save Nick Fury at the end of all this. Uh probably at the last second, there'll be a gun pointed at his head. Or she'll she'll be revealed to be a super scroll and her and her, her and graphical fight and she'll win. I I'm just I really hope that's not how episode six turns out, but it appears that's the direction we're
1: going. You're going to be mad if a comic book, if a bunch of comic book characters, oh my gosh, their series ends like a comic book would. No, I'm gonna.
0: Good question. That's a good that that uh, for clarity, like. That's I'm, a,
1: that's I'm I'm being sarcastic, so like that's that's something like it's going to follow. But I I do agree with you. Like it is like, and maybe we're just what's the term? We're too not the term, but like, this is how i phrase it. Are we just like too smart for this? Like we just can't just dis- like suspend or disbelief and just enjoy it. Like, are we getting too analytical with it? No, or it's I kind see. of expect more when it's just like, you guys have this time to put such a better story to it, but then you kind of get lazy in parts. Two rebuttals to that. One $212 million. That's how much the budget is in this.
0: Um, So you can give me a better story than that for 212.
1: All that AR, are, how, how do they not save money? They used AI.
0: I know, I'm <laughs> brilliant. I just personally think that for this story, it's going to have ripple effects down the line. You can be as, you you can be very, you can keep this as a bottle episode. I've always fought for that. You and I never fought for this to be like this huge global thing. Like this can't be every person on the planet's involved. I've always subscribed to that. Make it a bottle episode. It's okay, like let it be. So the amount of characters we have doing this because a lot of people are making that complaint on the internet I, I disagree with that keep it small i'm okay with it my big problem
1: and what they did in the story they've made it they've done a pretty good job at like kind of giving you hints and reasons why they're not involved in mean, like on both sides of the game it's, so. it's
0: just the fact that nick fury just gets let off too easy this episode he gets let off way too easy and i'm just saying, and i think
1: that's why it lowered our score it's both it's of us frustrating right? it's yeah.
0: just very frustrating for me and and So uh, the doctor, Dr. Dalton, she burns the place down. Dr. Dalton and uh, her, uh, the other gentleman, uh, Tony Curran, it revealed the machine that they're using and uh, yada, 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 we yada, yada, yada. Road shows pictures that We talked about that. Uh, Gravit calls Nick Fury and offers to call off the strike if he brings the harvest in person. And this is where Nick Fury gets on the plane. We talked about this at the beginning of the episode, but Rick Mason is on the plane. He is the guy who provided the same services for Natasha Romanoff in the Black Widow film. This was a waste of time, guys. This was a bad cameo. This wasn't good because, and the way they shot it, Mark was like they zoom in on him and they're like, "Oh, who's it?" Gonna-? And I could just tell him like somebody we know is coming, and this is the guy. And Black Widow was such a man movie, and. I don't know. I don't know who else I want there. I don't have an answer for who I would like there. I just, man, I don't know, Mark. I This is another reason my rating dropped. This cameo was not there. The guy, his, his, his,
1: his I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's so meh. Like the only other person that I like, I've thought about this. Like, I think all your heroes that are in phase five, you really couldn't have used um, because it wouldn't have made sense. And what I'm going to say probably wouldn't make sense either, but I think might be a better cameo given the situation and the relationship. Agent Colson is the one that's helping him out here.
0: I have no idea. I'm with you in the hundred percent. What like the agents of shield or
1: better yet, Clint Barton. I yeah, see. That's one I thought too, he was my like last outlier, but he just doesn't make sense of what like he needs help with. That's right. Yeah. I'm and I know Clint Barton's had his own little yeah.
0: kerfuffle, but i mean what about yelena yeah her too I mean, i'm I'm just thinking there are other people that make that scene go whoa that's that's pretty crazy um no I, I i it's so meh it's just a meh cameo it's it doesn't tickle my fancy i think of the majority of people will see this and not understand it you made the cu- question earlier like are we just too analytical and detailed uh, marvel made that made this problem they they made They've made mediocre TV shows and they've poured millions and millions of dollars into it. And this is what Disney Plus has done. They've poured billions of dollars into this for un- irrelevant stuff. They went with the quantity approach that Netflix did. And Netflix is now dying financially, and Disney Plus is also dying financially. So I I don't I I just I think that's a consequence to this. And I this is just a pretty real it could this is a candidate for one of the worst camos I've ever seen, Mark. I go that far. It it, has, it holds no bearing to me. It doesn't change this episode at all for good.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Like it, there was you could have just had some regular Joe that you know Nick Fury knew that lived like that was in the area. It's like he's got random guys driving him around a car. Why did it need to? be? Well, it just character? makes you think like what did like we say two hundred twelve million dollars make this whole show like where did that get spent? Was Sam Jackson's salary like that high that it ate a whole chunk of that? Because it's like I feel like you could got or you know, who knows what the the overall story is like. Will this guy become more important down the road? But it's just like. Sure. If it was supposed to be just a one-off thing, then yeah, get someone that can be a one-off thing. Just have it be Agent Coulson, call it a day.
0: Gaia and Priscilla hold a funeral for Talos. This was a really great scene. Uh, Priscilla's been a great addition to this universe already for me. I really like her presence. I think she's great. I love how she holds some history to it. They say a prayer in this. And so I do want to highlight the prayer and kind of this. What makes the comic book so good for Secret Invasion is that they do it as a religious radical entity. And if they are to go that same approach for this universe, I really hope they approach it that way. I hope they approach it with the same, he loves you. I, I want everybody to say he loves you as if they're worshiping their own personal God. And I thought this prayer was a tease to that or maybe a, at the bare minimum a reference, an Easter egg. I I just got excited seeing that.
1: I know from, well, well the M- MCU with the Space Five is really set up is, you know, basically every religion... Is real or like in the sense where like they have their own sure. god, so like that would make sense. That, like, yeah, scrolls probably have their own entity that they worship, just like you know, you know, how Black Panther can go to their realm,
0: that's a really and good, point. Can go to their, never... their realm.
1: uh, Thor goes to the realm. So basically, every and like, and if you go back to the what or who, but you go back to Thor Love and Thunder, where originally Russell Crowe was supposed to play Satan instead of Zeus, that's who originally was supposed to. Yeah, so that just sets up like, hey, there's there's Jesus God, you know that would have been technically out there. So, but they, they sh- I don't know why they shied away from that. That the would have American been God
0: show on HBO does that too, where they have like fifty different Jesuses in it. Um, very similar. Yeah, I I just
1: I will. I, I do I do appreciate that they were like, hey, they're they're faith based <laughs> group of people.
0: So yeah, I appreciate that too, and 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 I think it's a good like. If if Salim is going for the immigration conversation that I think this show is trying to really point to, uh, I, I, I think religion's a huge part of immigration for some people. It is the f- going somewhere where they have the freedom to practice their religion. And I think that's something that they could touch on with this. And I, I just would love to see, he, here's kind of where they could really turn this all around, Mark. And it really centers around Gaia where is gaia going to go and and that's the question i'm wondering in episode 6 will gaia look at all of this and and her and priscilla fight the, that group huge fight great fight we loved that too um it, or is is gaia going to it, it's it's anakin skywalker is she going to turn evil because of what happened with her dad and because of like nick fury has lied and we find out later this episode that Nick Fury collected the harvest. He collected all these DNA samples from all these superheroes, including Carol Danvers. He betrayed Carol Danvers. So Carol Danvers is not going to be happy about this when she finds this out. And is Gaia going to see this and turn to that version of that, of that character in Secret Invasion, the one that takes the spot of Spider-Woman and is she going to be the radical scroll that leads a true real invasion of what it should look like like is she going to look at all of this and say you know what Gravik had it all wrong we need to all be worshiping and honoring our tradition and this is how we're going to do it or is she going to become good and be, and replace Talos I'm that's what's most exciting about episode 6 for me is that character arc where will she go and I think Amelia Clark can do either route if they want
1: in the comic books is at the time where uh the, the skull takes over Spider Woman, is Spider Woman like a prominent character amongst the Avengers? She was a very prominent
0: character in the Bendis run. Gotcha. So like my thought And would they be, also replaced Jarvis.
1: So I think in here she wouldn't replace Spider Woman. But like, who do you think she could assume identity? If like that was the case, who do you think she would assume identity of? Like, does she take over Captain Marvel? Does she take over as Captain America. Like someone that has some authority and following, I would assume would be the if if that's the route they go, like what who does she take over? Because it'd be someone to established, I would imagine. Or like you said, maybe she takes over Sam Wilson.
0: I think she I think She Hulk is a really good example. Um if they could figure out a way to do the super scroll uh, super scroll thing. Um that's a really tough one to do obviously and that's it's that's the science has to really work out. But she but- hasn't
1: really been established as a hero.
0: No, but she's really, really tight with Bruce. And that relationship, to sever that relationship would be a unique thing and a great response to the criticisms of that show.
1: Oh, that show was great, though.
0: Uh, we liked it, but a lot of people didn't. They feel like she's a Mary Sue, just like uh, in, in Star Wars with Daisy Ridley's character of Ray. <laughs> I I just, I, I think I would say Yelena. I would say maybe Kate Bishop as, as the young Avengers grow would be a good example I think there's a lot more female characters coming to the front. I I think Carol Danvers is a great example, Mark. I think that's a that that probably is the number one most like. If they could find a way to replicate her powers, great to betray the team.
1: And then with saying all that, though, you don't hire someone like Amelia Clark to not have her be her and use her likeness. Look, Mark, I'm 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 holding
0: my hand up on this. I still think Amelia Clark is playing a prominent character that we don't know. I I think she is impersonating a character that we do not know about yet she will be maybe it will be revealed the identity of that character that died um i i think that could be a possibility similar to priscilla because priscilla is inhabiting a doctor that was think that was looking at super powered beings and potentially mutants so i think i just think gaia could be that that person too
1: have they cast a fantastic
0: four yet could she be sue storm maybe i don't think they've done that yet and that would be really that would be really cool to me I don't, with all due respect to Marvel, I don't think they're that far-thinking, Mark. I think those days are gone. I don't think I don't think they have the capacity to do it anymore. I think they've stretched themselves too thin to be that forward. Thinking. They
1: they need us. Could you imagine?
0: No, Mark, I can't. I can't fathom. Submitted
1: us. and like we were like convinced, Daddy Feige, to take us on as their head writers. And yeah. It's just you and I leading the MCU.
0: They'd be you, Mark. I'd put you. We'd be it. like
1: lost. We'd like, be like kids in a to- like a giant toy chest. Like, what do we do with all this, Daddy? <laughs>
0: I'll be the networker. I'll go to the parties. I'll convince the actor to come for the meeting. You, you just say which actor you want. We'll go get him. That's how we'll
1: do that. I want Ryan Reynolds to play everyone. And then Danny DeVito (laughs) plays the only other character.
0: Danny DeVito will play Wolverine and Ryan Reynolds will play everyone else.
1: (laughs) No, Um. no Muppets. Everyone will be Muppets besides Ryan Reynolds and Danny DeVito.
0: (laughs) So Fury, Fury uh, goes with Fallsworth to Finland. His grave is revealed. Um, We also get he uses the Widow's Veil, which that's brought back from Captain America, the Winter Soldier, which I thought was really cool.
1: And he makes reference that he it sounds like he has multiple grave sites around the world.
0: Also, this item was used on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's really kind of more of a S.H.I.E.L.D. thing than a Widow thing is maybe what I would say but I think this episode is just apparently a Black Widow love story, so whatever, and that's why it probably is also not getting a high rating from me. And then we get his grave. It's the same as uh, his grave in um, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Uh, my
1: gosh, Max. We gotta back up. I gotta go into the weeds. So they make the comment, or Nick Fury makes a comment about like, you know, he has the grave site, so then he can disappear. Mm-hmm. We see a grave site with um, Black Widow mm-hmm. in End of Black Widow. Could that set up that our Black Widow came back after Steve Rogers brought back the Soul Stone, and she? No, lives?
0: I. That's a good question. It that is a fair. That's a good way for her to come back. That's a good theory of how to get her back.
1: Because because that that's a theory that if he goes back and drops off that that Soul Stone at the right moment, or did, or is that what we're supposed to get with Guardians of the Galaxy? Is no, because no, the, they makes. It's on like Gamora that came from the future, but anyways, he, he comes back and drop he would have dropped it off when Hawkeye and them went because he had that's where he had the timestamp. stamp. So you
0: assume that the she's three back. major deaths that are permanent are yeah the three major deaths Gamora, Gam, old, old Gamora not new Gamora, yeah. uh, Black Widow and Uncle Ben those are the three permanent deaths. They're not. I don't know back.
1: if if Steve Rogers went back to red skull and dropped off that soul stone i would assume a soul for a soul drops the soul stone back off gets nah, black not, widow I'm back
0: not, i'm not buying it i'm not
1: buying you're it. not gonna buy that i'm not buying that but you'll buy that sam wilson is a scroll
0: i will buy a sam wilson could be a scroll yeah All
1: right, this is my
0: because i have evidence the evidence is roadie yells sam where you at and you and i both think like he could if if, if that's a if if Rody is played by a female scroll sam could be played by a male scroll boom right there you go you got your relationship well, you got your black
1: we're we're, being, we're setting it up for our disappointment for next you got episode. your black
0: mirror uh mcu episode that's what you got very <laughs> similar to actually the the, the one that he's in too. um so let's talk about the battle of earth in like uh the harvest uh, what did you think of the reveal that that's the reason why he came back of the harvest has all the Avengers DNA in it, especially Carol Danvers. Did you feel like that was a good closing of why he came back? Do you feel like that's a good justified answer of why he came back?
1: And that's saying like he came back when he heard about the issues going on. Not like came back. Yes. Him. Cause, cause yeah, it's like, well, what, what was his plan with it? Cause not only did he, they collect samples. They apparently put it all into one, one vial of all of these samples to do what with what was what was Nick Fury's intentions
0: I think it's a deterrent I think he really was looking at this like look it's the same answer has every time something happens Nick Fury always has to have a deterrent so in Avengers you get the scene where he's like look they had Thor so we've got to use phase phase two we've got to use the Tesseract you've got Age of Ultron so you've got to like you constantly are building to the next thing and the Avengers were assembled to build that. They worked. They saved the day. But now the main two players are gone. Like
1: you're saying like one or two things. Either he's created this this the harvest to help build something bigger or be able to fight off if the, if the heroes turned against us.
0: Both and. I think it's also, I think it's that. I think it's the threats will be bigger now that we've gone against Thanos, who's already really big. And we may need to put all this in one person if ever, if half the planet was gone ever again.
1: Sure. But then it it, did, it seemed interesting that he felt guilty when he said even Carol Danvers. Like
0: He should feel guilty about Carol Danvers. She's like his best friend.
1: Yes, he should. And that makes me think like what, like I would like to know more of like why he did it. What was. Did, Mark, this is such
0: a great thing for the character of Carol Danvers. I got to tell you, I, I will say this. I six out of six this because everyone was pooping on her, including you about that movie and i think this is a great tension that could be talked about in the marvels i really think this could be a great like you did what yeah and just rest i would love it if in the marvels this is an immediate consequence that's talked about i think carol danvers finding that out will be a very 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 bad thing for everybody involved and i i really enjoy that I enjoy that kind of tension because how do you break down a character like Carol Danvers, you can't really take away her powers. You, you got to break away her severed trust for, for Nick Fury, I think. I think it'd be a great that'll be a great tool down the line for a story.
1: So hear me out. So if this is um, if this is if this is supposed to happen before the Marvels, would one think that maybe like I, I know there's already a villain that they have for it. But do you think Nick Fury gets them together because they're like, "Oh, Graphic got the Harvest, and now he's off-world, so you need to go find him"? Oh, and and she could be like, "Well, why should I go find him?" I was like, "Well, the Harvest like involves your DNA, so like, oops, sorry."
0: The Harvest strikes me as something as like that will come up later down the line. That maybe it'll get stolen by Gaia. Maybe it falls in the ground. Gaia takes it and then she leaves, and we're left to wonder what her choice will be down. The or way. high evolutionary gets it somehow. High evolutionary could get a hold of it um, and, and kill
1: that character. Robbie better be happy.
0: There's a lot of there's a lot of different people that could use that. I mean, uh there's other scrolls that could use it. I I don't think Gravik's gonna. I I thought Gravik might make it out after this, but it's evident they're making his death a very very nice. It's gonna be a nice death. People are gonna be really excited I, about. I
1: think guy. you're you're onto something with the Gaia thing. Like, does she turn bad because she's like, well, yeah, I'm gonna kill Gravik because he killed my dad. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something in my image. Do something that's both what my dad should have done and what graphic couldn't do. Yep,
0: the combination of Gravit and Ben. She's gonna take over the world. Or Ben is the character, is the actor's name. Did Talos? Uh, I think she will. I think that she will be the leader of Secret Invasion. I feel pretty good actually about saying that after this. And I kind of felt when I saw the casting initially, I was like, that's a perfect character to do that. So I, I, I would love it though if like it was revealed she's playing that character by chance or whatever. Like, and Nick Fury's off planet and he's not giving Intel to anybody. And she becomes a trusted advocate with uh, the Avengers. So I'm looking forward to episode six. I thought this ended really strongly. Oh, last question. The uh, stuff that Fury was messing with at this tombstones. Do you think were those, was that Wakandan tech or was that just a uh, regular uh, scroll tech? I kind of,
1: it looked like black Panther tech. It, it like the, my first thought was a white wolf. When I saw the logo, yeah, so I'm like, that's what made me think, like, is this Wakanda Tech? Yeah, I, I think it'd be, I, I would leave probably towards, Scroll Tech, I, but I would leave more towards Wakanda Tech, but maybe Wakanda yeah. Tech that's right now is Scroll Tech technically. So yeah,
0: but oh, that's that's the best theory. I would love it. Secret Invasion with everybody having a scroll would just be crazy.
1: I'm still disappointed that we haven't gotten end credit scene. I was really thinking this would be the episode you would get one. Just like another, like uh, like another tease for the next episode. I think,
0: I think next week, maybe. I think next week, it's gonna be great. I really do. They
1: conditioned us to, uh, you know, watch through the credits for an end credit scene, and they haven't given us one.
0: I'm tapering my expectations for next week. I'm I'm done building these things up so much. Um, I'm just you're not done.
1: You're not done. We've we've you say that after
0: every series. I'm not done with Marvel. I'll never be. I don't think I'll ever be done with Marvel thanks to Endgame. But I, I'm going to be done with the WandaVision thing. I just can't. I got to let it go. I just got to just go in and let it be what it is. Those,
1: those are crazy times, Max. We had we had been living in our homes for a year without being able to go outside. We had whiteboards and we were just <laughs> taking newspaper clips. We were all lighting. smoking cigarettes because we we're so stressed out from <laughs> what's going on in WandaVision.
0: I never ever smoked cigarettes except for when I watched *WandaVision*.
1: <laughs> except for those nine weeks, the only
0: time I smoked cigarettes.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, you can check out this episode right now on Disney Plus. If you've listened to this point and haven't watched it, you're nuts. You're crazy. Don't do that. Uh, Mark, thank you for coming on. Thanks for being part of this, and uh, you're, you're awesome.
1: Thanks, man. You're awesome too, bro. Love you.
0: Okay. Thank, bro. Love <laughs> you. Love you, man. Love you,
1: guys.
0: And uh as always we love you guys 3000 make sure you follow us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter click the link in our show notes uh, if you want to get involved in the Infinity Bros universe join our Discord check us out on Twitch or uh TikTok as always we love you guys 3000 we'll see you soon see ya bye,
1: bye.